everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Manscaped and brought to you by the ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. Today, I'm joined by my co-host. He's back. We're back. Got to get after this business. There's a lot that's happened over the last month or so. Took a little brief hiatus with football being over. Basketball was on a COVID break, but we are back. We have an action-packed episode. We have a brand new head coach for our men's basketball team, but let me check in with Ethan. Let's see how he's doing, and then we'll get started with today's episode. Ethan, how are you today, brother? It's good to be back, like you mentioned. Uh, class has been rough with just busy, man. Busy with homework every day, but hey, that's the life of the college student. We're back, though. Like you said, it's been a, it's been a rough basketball season. We haven't talked about it in a while, but I think you and I both know that we are confident with the new guy at the helm. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes without being said. NIU men's basketball finishes the season 3-16 and 16 with wins against Central Michigan, Akron, and Chicago State. So two conference wins and then a win against the perennial punching bag of college basketball. But Husky fans, do not fear. We have a brand new head coach, fresh from Arizona State. Rashawn Berno was named head coach. Almost instantly, like it was the night after it was Saturday morning, I got a tweet from you that was basically like a Brett McMurphy or, you know, one of those college beat reporters. And I'm like, I'm going to hold off until I get, you know, actual word from the athletic department and the organization. And within an hour, an hour and a half, the email was in my email and we were off and running and, you know, doing research on Coach Berno, he has a great history in coaching in college basketball. He's coached at Arizona State. He's coached at Florida. Uh, he has over 200 wins as an associate head coach to 148 loss. I think it was like 210 to 148. Spent at the tourney four times, final four appearance, and an excellent, excellent recruiter. So, Ethan, I don't know if you did, you know, your research on Coach Berno, but from what you've seen so far considering where this program is right now, like, what do you feel on this hire? Well, I know we'll get on the topic of it eventually, but just how big of a recruiter he is and just how big that is for this area, because the the Chicago area is so big for high school basketball. I mean, I think it's one of the biggest in terms of the country. So being able to recruit in your own backyard is key. And that that for NIU basketball, for for Northwestern, for all of these Midwestern teams, you're going to go to Chicago for your top talent. And if Northern Illinois is able to throw their hat in that ring and be able to compete against now the likes of a a perennial favorite in Illinois, I mean, they're going to be throwing their hat in the ring too. So if NIU is able to compete and and Coach Bruno is able to come in and be the recruiter that everyone has praised him to be, then this is a good shift in, in culture for NIU basketball. Yeah, and Coach Berno is actually a graduate of DePaul. He's from the Billy, or he's from, uh, I believe it's either the Bobby Hurley or the Billy Donovan coaching tree. He's coached with both of them. So a guy that has coached around some of the greats and our Chicago Bulls head coach right now. So he has Chicago roots. He said, you know, during the press conference that he knew a lot of guys when he was in high school that played at, you know, the Simeons or the Whitney Youngs of the world. And he's just excited to get to campus. And they had him, uh, I believe it was on Tuesday. No, it was either Tuesday or Monday. Doesn't matter. They had him do his introductory press conference with, uh, you know, the media. And then he did his introductory, you know, just statement. You know, he was hanging with Sean Frazier, uh, Andy Garcia from ESPN Radio and NIU Athletics. 
And then uh, Lisa Freeman also made an appearance, the school's president. So it was a great day. They showed him around all the different facilities. He got to meet the team, all that good stuff. And I just really think that although the season, again, you know, here we are circling back. The season didn't turn out how we wanted it to. Basketball, football, the whole year of 2020. We're a year into this. A year ago, if you're still a listener from a year ago, we had our famous Rudy Gobert episode from when he touched the microphone. But yeah, we're still here. We're still kicking. And, you know, this is the right direction for this NIU team. You bring in a guy with some power five pedigree and someone who's competed at the highest level in these big conferences and he knows how to recruit. It's a slam dunk hire. And I cannot wait to see if he's able to grab a few recruits here before the end of the year, but what he's able to do with that roster. Because we saw towards the end of the year, or even in the middle, when the switch was made from Montgomery to Chapman, that team was playing at a different rhythm. I can only imagine that momentum will carry over into next season. Yeah, I mean, one thing that you talk about with his introductory day at, at NIU is just how excited he looked. If you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend going to see his tour around campus and tour the facilities, because if you look at his level of excitement and just, you know, he's taking pictures, he's got his phone out, he's got his phone walking on the court at the, at the, uh, at the convo. Like to me, that just shows like the excitement level of his job and where he's at and, you know, him going around and meeting the staff and just the interaction already with the team too. They, they showed that in the video as well. So, um, you know, I've, I've got, you know, someone inside the locker room that said everyone is extremely happy with this move and, I think, like you said, the players are happy. The players are going to keep this momentum going. And personally, I think this was the right time to make that choice, make that change, because you get a fresh guy in there now when the offseason is about to start. The leadership will be there. You're, you're building this team through the offseason with the, with a new coach. And I think that's the best thing going forward. Yeah, and the last time I checked the roster, I mean, there was only two players that were listed as seniors. And then you got to remember that, Everyone carries that extra year of eligibility because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the NCAA has granted all athletes in college an extra year of eligibility to play their sport. So I would imagine even, you know, the few that are seniors will probably have some consideration of either coming back, potentially transferring. But I, I really highly doubt that this will be their last year of playing college basketball. And I mean, let's just take a look at this last game. I mean, Trendon Hankerson, again answers the call 36 minutes 27 points it was a tough season but that's a kid that comes to play every night win lose or draw he plays great on both sides of the ball that kid had to take on a new role from where he was last season you know kind of being the second or third guy to Eugene German and Lacey James you know there's going to be growing pains that come with that but to cap off the season with a 27.8 rebound game and you got the dub like hats off to Trendon uh, we're working on getting him on the show for next week. But you, like you said, Ethan, he's coming into a roster that will be in the second year of playing all together. And it's all upperclassmen. It's not a young roster. So there will be a couple spots to fill. Maybe, you know, I know we uh, we lost a couple people because of transfer. I know we lost uh, Zaire Mateen. I can't think of his name. He was a shooting guard. I have to look, but. Either way, this guy, Coach Berno, is ready. 
I'm running through a brick wall for him. I was in the press conference. I know you were in class, and we'll get to the sound bites here in a second. But just thoughts on that last game, the momentum going into next season, and, and any wrap-up thoughts here on Coach Burrow before we get to the press conference. Well, I feel like it's the same thing with football, and we kind of recapped their season the same way. It wasn't the way anyone in that program had, had hoped it would go. It wasn't the way any of the fans wanted it to go, obviously, but I think personally that's just been the whole year. You know, no fans were able to see football, no fans were able to see basketball. Maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? But, you know, I think we we talked about the momentum of a really good football game to end the season and what that would do to this team going forward with, rebuilding and, and getting these younger guys up to up to form for next season now you transition to basketball you get a new coach you bring him in you're going to have an entirely new offseason to build this basketball team and it started with that win over central michigan trendon angerson like you mentioned is the guy that this team is going to right now they're relying on him he's the backbone of this basketball team and like you said it's tough shoes to fill when you've got a guy like Eugene German leaving the program, graduating, it's hard to fill that role, especially in college basketball at this level. And I think that you know, I, it's, it's hard to say that NIU is one to two pieces away from being a favorite in the MAC, but they're not far away. Yeah, and the MAC tournament actually starts tomorrow morning. Any thoughts who you think is going to win? It's been pretty up in the air between, like, I know they only brought eight teams this year, but those top four have been knocking each other off and I know Bowling Green's been pretty tough this year Buffalo all these different teams any who's your favorite I guess I would say yeah I'm looking at the matchups for tomorrow uh it seems like Buffalo and Toledo right now are are two teams that seem to be favorites right now but I think Ball State was on a down year Toledo should easily run through them tomorrow I think that you very well could see it come down to those two teams Buffalo and uh and Toledo I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go with my guy Justin Turner over on Bowling Green. I'm going with the sixth seed with the upset, and I don't know how they're gonna make it happen, but I love chaos. And the MAC is the best conference in all of college sports for chaos. So we're rooting for or for Bowling Green. But you know this NIU podcast. Go ahead. I do like that Ohio Kent State matchup too. I think that's a, is that, that could tomorrow? be a very good basketball game. Yeah, second matchup of the day, twelve thirty. Jeez, Ball State Toledo tips off at 10 o'clock a.m. Welcome. To yeah, Mike. I was going to say, by the time our listeners, by the time you're all hearing our voices tomorrow, these games will be taking place. So, you know, whether you got to switch us off and throw the ESPN app on or, you know, find a way around it, throw it on the laptop. There is college basketball pretty much all day, every day for the next, we'll just say for the foreseeable future. And it's a beautiful thing. Baseball's coming back. The world's kind of coming back to normal. But real quick, we'll we'll get into a couple other notes here and then we'll take, you know, we'll take a second out for our friends over at Manscaped and then we'll break down the press conference and then, you know, we'll go ahead and get out out of here. But a couple other notes as far as NIU athletics. So today, from my understanding, the lone member of our draft class this year, a friend of the program, Daniel Crawford, had his pro day out at the Chessex Center today. Obviously, we were not able to be on site for Daniel's pro day. I was able to message him after he said everything went well. From everything that I saw, at least from the last year, you know, the practice was going on. Or not going on, but practice had just commenced. So all the players on the team were watching Daniel. I can assume it was something similar like that, like the guys I uh, had just got done with the workout or something because everybody was tweeting about it. I saw tweets from Billy, uh, Trayvon, all these different people 
or Instagram posts, I guess you would say, some sort of social media post shouting out Crawford on how he did today. You know, with the NFL draft less than 50 days away, biggest day of his life. So we're definitely rooting for Daniel. Look forward to seeing where his next opportunity on a football field will be at. Yeah, just another crazy thing, too, to think about that we were at the uh, at the pro day just about a year ago. Crazy to think about, but props to, to Daniel. I think he's going to be a guy to keep your eye on, you know, in the later rounds, but it's t- that tight end class. That's that's a tough class this year. Yeah, and I think he has the versatility, the size, the know-with-all, and just the attitude above all. You know, he has it all. He's got the full package. I know he played the MAC, but he'll fall on whether it's a UDFA or late in the draft. And you know, he's he's with a good agent, so that always helps the process out. Another NIU news piece is uh, Spencer Tears has signed with First Round Management, the agency that represents uh, Antonio Jones Davis. So, a couple friends of the program going down, working with the same agent. I know it worked out for Antonio. He's going to be playing up with the Edmonton football team. We can hope to see the same for Spencer Tears here in the next year or so. And then, too, I mean, XFL and CFL announced that they're working on a merger. So, that will be big for a lot of our Husky guys that fall through the cracks. Think of guys like McKelty Williams, uh, Treshawn Fox. Foster, Spencer Tears, some of these players that have not gotten their opportunity yet, these leagues that weren't able to play last year will provide those opportunities if those guys want to go out and play. Yeah, just another huge opportunity for our guys. I mean, opportunities like that are are what these guys need, and it's huge that they're there. It's similar to college, man. You just need one coach to take a chance on you, one agent, one person to see what you can do. And, you know, being in sports management and having clients, obviously playing at a similar level of football, whether it be arena, CFL, XFL, these smaller leagues, I tell them this flat out, and I I am no agent yet. I'm in training. I'm in, you know, I'm in the process of being that. But the same text I send right around this time every year when everyone gets to camp, it's my job to get you to camp. It's your job to make the team. I can't make the team for you. So opportunities are a dime a dozen in football. A lot of it's about who you know and how you are able to benefit off of that. And let's just hope that our guys find some homes. I really want to see Daniel Crawford end up in an NFL uniform here via the draft. couple other notes. Uh, NIU women's basketball traveled to Cleveland today uh, as part of the MAC tournament, and they ended up losing 83 to 69. So that will bring an end to their season. Unfortunate for the Lady Huskies, but they had a very strong season. And I know uh, that we're no experts on, you know, we don't we don't cover them every single episode or or too much at all. Uh, but we know the hard work that they have put in, and we've kept an eye on that. This year has just you know, once football season ended, we kind of just got our butts kicked and we were holding on for dear life, even trying to get around to covering basketball the same way we did football. So, yeah, they finished strong. I think that they had a really good middle part of the season and they strung together a lot of wins. I remember the streak was maybe up to five or six or something like that. But yeah, um, they were killing for a while. So I thought they would have basketball in college, Ethan, like you said, is is tough, whether it's men's or women's. It's so um I guess the word I'm looking for is like inconsistent and it's all dependent on that ball falling in the bucket. I think too, it's like, it's the same thing with football and I've said it with NFL teams year in and year out. It's about when you get hot and you know, I I think NIU or the lady Huskies got hot. They just got hot at the wrong time. And um, you know, I think in its own way, the Mac is a tough conference and they, they held their own throughout the, the Mac part of the schedule. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it's one and done, but, 
they, they just couldn't get it done today. A lot of good names on that team and a lot of good potential going forward. And it, I think it's a team that a lot of Husky fans should keep their eyes on going forward. Yeah, and I was, I was able to sit in on the press conference at the beginning of the season, kind of like the State of the Union. At the time, it was Coach Montgomery and Coach Carlson, and she is a great coach. She will definitely get those ladies right. They'll be, you know, trending in the right direction towards next season. One other final note here, uh, Coach Adrian Myers for the track and field team was named the assistant coach of the year in the MAC conference. And then Ashley Tutt will be heading to nationals. I believe it is March 12th, the indoor national championships representing NIU. So that is big for the school, big for Ashley. Hope she goes out there and kills it. But thoughts on uh, track and field here before? We get into our friends over at Manscaped. Two huge accomplishments for the program. And, you know, I think any time that any athlete and any coach does something big like that in, in our program, it's it's worth noting. And personally, I think that's one that's one thing that we started this podcast for was to shout out all of our Husky programs. And it's good to see that we've got two very successful uh, members in the program. Yeah, and I think it's great for recruiting. It's great to get new members out to the team and just quality athletes. I mean, this is one of the staples. I said it to you, I think, last week, obviously off air, but the track and field team has been killing since both you and I have been on campus, no matter what. So it's good to see that they've kind of found their rhythm and they have consistent competitors at the national level. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's obviously different, too, because, you know, Everyone focuses on football and basketball, but, you know, you don't really get the track and field mentions on uh, on the major podcast. So it's always good. Good to branch out. And obviously, you know, maybe we need to start going to these track meets a little bit more. I've done one in high school. Pretty. They're pretty insane. As long as we don't have to actually follow them around the track, because I will be several miles behind. I'm not running. (laughs) We need a golf cart for that. Yeah, we can we get a Manscaped. Load. We need our friends at Manscaped to give us a golf cart for the uh, cross-country events. A couple ATVs and a camera. I think we'll be ready to rock. But Let's go. yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought our friends over at Manscaped up. We're going to take a break over to inform our listeners about our friends over at Manscaped. COVID spring break is right around the corner. And you know what that means? Spring break in your pants. Manscaped is here to ensure that that party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount code. Use promo code ONTAP at manscaped.com and you'll receive 20% off your order and free shipping. They have the top of the line products in the men's grooming sales room. Let me tell you about it. So they sent us, I guess you would say, a little care package within the care package that I received. And you can get this here on manscaped.com. I was given ball toner. I was given ball deodorant. I was given a razor called the Lawnmower 3.0. And let me tell you about the Lawnmower 3.0. It has the skin safe technology. So you're not going to nick, cut, or scrape any of those sensitive areas. It's got a little LED light on there. Like it's a little hybrid car. It's like a Toyota Prius light. Like it's pretty nuts. Definitely could do it in the dark. Definitely could do it wherever you need to do it. And like I said, the ball toner and the ball deodorant will keep you smelling fresh down there. So you will not get any bad reviews. Do not forget when you're on manscaped.com checking out to use the promo code on tap, you'll receive 20% off your order and free shipping. And like I said, The products are great. 
we would not personally endorse them if we didn't use the products. And from what I understand, they do have some of the softest t-shirts in the game. I love rocking mine. It's pretty much butter soft. It's just like the best cotton in the game. And I'm a huge fan of all their products. So real quick, get over to manscaped.com. Use that promo code on tap and keep your balls fresh. But Ethan, back to the show, you know, I was able to sit in on the press conference with Coach Berno and Athletic Director Sean Frazier, and I was able to come away with some great sound bites. For the first time in our press conference life in the email, it actually said that you're allowed to like record some of the stuff and post it. So I, I did that. I put them all in my article, but I'm going to play some sound bites from the other day's press conference. And we're just going to go round table, just our thoughts on them. I only have, I want to say, it was like three questions for Coach Berno and then one for Coach Frazier. And then a nice little walk-off shot. Shout out to NIU Athletics for making for making me look like such a goofster, but in a good way because that transition at the end of that press conference was flawless. But let me go ahead and get into the press conference itself. And then, Ethan, you can go ahead and kick it off with your reaction after the first uh, soundbite. You've been praised for your work in recruiting athletes and helping build quality rosters over the years. What kind of players can Husky Nation expect to be coming onto campus here in the future? Well, um, I think the key thing is the talent level. Um, I, I think evaluating talent is, 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 a, is a, a big part of my job, but you're going to see guys that's going to be hungry to play. going to play with some passion, uh, play with some fight, play with some grit. You know, in sports and in, in life, adversity hits, right? And our guys are going to be able to, to, to sustain uh, adversity and then also push. So the talent level, obviously, we're going to go out and try to get the best student athletes we can get. But the intangibles are, you know, our team will play extremely hard. Our teams are going to compete for 40 minutes, uh, and we're going to be mentally tough. And so that that's something that I can guarantee you in regards to the student athletes that's going to put on that jersey and go out and compete. So go ahead, Ethan. That's the first soundbite. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, my initial takeaway is, I mean, it's almost like listening to Coach Hammett. I mean, you, you talk about a guy in Coach Hammock who's a motivational guy who knows how to get his guys in the right shape mentally, physically, whatever it may be. And and to me, listening to that, Coach Bruno is going to have these guys ready no matter what. And and I, I think it's, you know, he talks about guys being hungry, guys having grit. You know, I mean, to me, if that doesn't define this program, I don't know what does. And with Coach Hammock and now Coach Berno and, and all the other coaches in this program, they all speak the same language. And it's about how hungry, how gritty, how tough, how mentally tough these student athletes are. And it just resembles, A, how great the leadership is at the top and how it stems down to the players in the program and the student athletes in the program and how successful they are. And just by that alone, I mean, I've I've listened to you be excited about this guy. After one comment, it's like, all right, let's go to work. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you saw Barstool Carl's blog the other day where he said he wanted to take a charge for Brad Underwood, but it's trending that way right now for Coach Berno. I'm searching for that last year of eligibility so I can go out there on senior night, take that charge. But yeah. I can't promise. I'd be throwing up threes. Can't promise that they'd be going in, coach. But yeah, I mean, that's how we're running it. 
My 2K game is the I same thought, game I play in real life. I thought so. that was such a funny concept that he put out there. And, like, dude, if COVID didn't happen this year, I mean, we had so much stuff planned. We were talking with, you know, Matt Ference about going out and fielding punts from him, which I don't think we probably would have caught one all day. That guy can put the ball super high in the air. And just doing, like, fun and interactive stuff, um, you know, with the athletes. But – it is what it is. We were able to get so many people on the show and do so much stuff just in this last year. So it has been a lot of fun. And, and once we're able to get back out to events and stuff, we'll have tailgates, all sorts of stuff, different merchandise that, you know, the followers and listeners can buy. But back to Coach Berno, like you said, I mean, he talks a lot about community. I don't know if it was that exact soundbite, but he's a guy that knows how to build a program. And if you look at the way that Arizona State has played over the last few years. And even today they had a, you know, I know Coach Berno probably wasn't out there, but, you know, those players, a lot of which Coach Berno has recruited or had a big part in recruiting, they went out there and got a gritty claw to the end victory against Washington State in the Pac-12 tournament. And I've seen, I guess you would say, more uh, Arizona State games than I guess you would like because they're on late at night and, you know, they end up, was it like the Pac-12 network or Fox Sports 1 that they always play games on and it's, you know, throw it on while I'm going to sleep. And they're a gritty team and I can expect somewhat of a similar brand of basketball to transfer over. But one thing that I want to see from Coach Berno's teams is, like, dude, let's run up the score. So, you know, without, you know, Gino two years ago or the last two seasons before this. And then, you know, the occasional night where Darius or Trendon or, or Tyler Cochran will go off for 20 plus this year. We don't score a lot of points as a program. I want to see that as something that moves forward in, in, you know, the following seasons. But one thing that you'll hear in this next soundbite is, you know, it's, it's not going to happen overnight and it can't be done by one person, but I'm going to go ahead and let myself and coach Berno take this next one here. And then seeing that you're a DePaul grad, you played basketball for DePaul, and you have a little bit of a history with the Chicagoland area. Will there be an emphasis on recruiting uh, heavily in Chicago? Absolutely. Um, I think if you look at some of the great programs that exist today, um, you have to protect home. You have to protect home. That's going to be priority number one, two, and three. Um, and then we'll branch out when we see fit. But at the end of the day, we gotta we got to get the very, very best on campus, and we got to keep um, the Chicagoland, is, you know, is, is rich with talent. Um, I was fortunate to play with a couple guys from local, you know, Simeon and, and Whitney Young High School with phenomenal basketball players. And I'm where I am because those guys took an opportunity to stay home. And I was the guy that was from outside the city. I was from New Jersey, and I saw those guys, and I wanted to be a part of that. And you have to take care of home, and that's going to be a strong emphasis. We're going to work our tail off. My staff will understand that that is priority number one. And I think if you can take care of home, you can get the, the locals to stay home, you can win the game, and now we can expand, and we can expand our brand and make it a national brand. But right now, my sole focus is, is to protect home. Yeah, I mean, it's what I touched on in the beginning. He he, he summed it up. You, you look at the great programs, it starts in our backyard in Chicago. The Whitney Youngs, the Simeons, all those teams that are in the Chicagoland area, they've got talent everywhere, at every position. They could have... The last guy on the bench, he could, I mean, he could be a three-star for all we know. That's how crazy it is in Chicago. And with Coach Berno being a guy who's been in that Chicago land environment, playing basketball, being part of that grind, he knows what it's going to cost. And he knows what it's going to take to get these guys 
to get into the into the program. And I think he's the right guy for it. So let's get him down to the city. Let's get him talking to these guys and let's get him going. Let's let's get them on campus. He played bad. I mean, he may not have been an NIU grad, but he played basketball within the state. It's the same kind of like you said, the same thing that Coach Hammock preaches where it's like you need to be able to show that you can be a superior recruiter in your state. Because when you go to recruit people from other states, one of the first questions they're going to ask you is, well, why can't you know you get these people from Illinois to commit? That's always going to be a red flag. So protect home, like he said, that was like I was ready to run through our apartment wall in the middle of the press conference when he said that. Because whether it's Illinois, whether it's Northwestern, whether it's us, whether it's DePaul, Chicago is one of the hardest areas to recruit because of how talented the players that are that are coming out. So if you can prove value to these athletes as they're coming out and you can prove that NIU is the place to be, we're going to have some stud basketball players coming in and out of DeKalb over the next few seasons. So I'm very excited to see how he attacks the Chicagoland area. I don't know how heavy recruiting will be this year. Not too many people have transferred. I believe only two transfers up to this point in the COVID year. So we'll see where the roster fits are needed and where coach acts appropriately following, you know, once we kind of find out where this roster is at. I have one final quote from Coach Berno, and then we'll have a quick, I guess you would say, quote from Sean Frazier, the athletic director. And then we'll go ahead and wrap it up for today. I think we hit all the bases. But, yes, I wanted Everyone for for everyone that wasn't able to get into the press conference to hear, um, you know, just what Coach Berno had to say, and then as well, you know, Coach or as well as Sean Fraser on on why Coach Berno is a part of the program now. So here, I'll give this last Berno quote a play, and then we'll we'll hit Sean Fraser and we'll ride on out of here. Coach, what are you looking forward to most about getting started as head coach here at NIU? Just getting out to, in the community, um, working with working with all uh, people involved in, in our program. Um, and then mainly getting with my guys. Um, I told these guys, I didn't recruit you here, but you're my guys. The moment I told the administration I'm taking a job, you're my guys. So I cannot wait to get with them uh, to learn who they are and what they're about and, and get to work. Um, but it's an exciting time for our program. Um, I understand I'm not the savior. I can't do this by myself. And I'm, I'm looking forward to everybody being engaged and bought in to th- get this thing to the next level. All right, go ahead, E. That's the last. That's the last quote from uh, from Coach Berno this week. Well, I think that also goes back to what I mentioned with his video. I mean, one thing that they showed was him walking into the room and and shook everyone's hand, shook every player, walked down the line, all masked up, whatever. He went down and and personally shook each player's hand, and and to me that says a lot about a coach, and it says about. It says a lot about the relationship between a player and a coach. And right now it seems like that's strong from day one. So he's ready to get to work. The guys are ready to get to work for him. And I, like you said, I truly think it's going to be a fun off season just to see what he does to build this team up to get them back to, you know, the winning ways. Yeah. And similar to, you know, raising a kid, even though we both have no experience doing that takes a village. It's not just one person. And building this team, especially to pick them up from where they are this last season, you're going to have to do a lot of work in the offseason. You're going to have to recruit your type of players that you want to play in your program. But the one thing that he said is, is, you know, once I took the job, the guys on the roster became my guys. So one of those one of these things that we see in college athletics, whether it be football, basketball or or any sport, 
that is competitive, that is a team game, is coaches bringing in new players or pushing the old players to the side. And that's something from day one, Coach Berno is making apparent that the players on this team, like he said, I'm stealing the words right from his mouth, are his guys. And that's something that you got to love about the guy. And like you said, you know, we won't we won't <laughs> we won't toot his horn too much. But, you know, this is his episode. It's probably going to be titled a little funny where you guys will think that we have him on the show. Uh, we will look to try and get him on the show, but he's probably the busiest man on campus right now. And that's something we'll look to get at a later date. But this is the celebratory episode uh, for Coach Berno and, and hopefully the savior for our basketball program. Yeah, I mean, we've all touched on it. I think that the recruiting is obviously the first step, and he even touched on it himself. And this program, like I like I said, it's not far off, but it's got some work to be done. I think that's fair to admit. And Coach Bruno's the guy that is going to take that on head on. You know, he's going to take it head on, and I think this program's headed in the right direction with him in charge. I think you're spot on with that. We have one final question and answer from Sean Frazier, and this is going to be regarding uh, the hiring process for Coach Berno. So enjoy. What would you say separated Coach Berno from the other candidates in this search to become the uh, program's 29th head men's basketball coach? Yeah, Coach uh, Berno has really put himself on the next level for me and for the committee because his ability to articulate uh, the plan you know, we know this is not going to be turned overnight. He's been very honest and upfront about the work ethic. And I think the way he articulated uh, that plan of action hit home in a lot of different areas, not just with myself, but also with members of the search committee, as well as the members of, uh, uh, of the individuals that he met with kind of going through our hot wash on uh, the finalist pool. I think that what, what struck with me is his passion. Uh, and uh, obviously the, the, the coaching pedigree, but the passion to want to be at NIU, uh, to having the fit familiarity with obviously the state of Illinois, uh, Chicago land, uh, and then his national contacts. Uh, you know, so, you know, looking at our institution and what we represent, our values and all the things that quite frankly, uh, that we've had success in, it's having that, that uh, diversity of experiences at our disposal. Uh, we need everything we can get to compete at the national level. And we've seen that in a number of our other programs. So he separated himself from the process. Uh, and that's why uh, he's our head coach. Take the floor, Ethan. I think that pretty much sums up everything we've said in this podcast. And <laughs> the, I mean, the one key word there is passion. Why did you think I saved and, mind, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I think the one key word there is just passion. And you hear it in his voice. And, you know, I think like you said, the, the goal of this episode was to deliver these quotes to our fans and to the Husky fans everywhere. And I, I truly think that our fans and the basketball fans and the program fans will feel the passion that Coach Berno brings to DeKalb. And one thing he touched on earlier was he wants to get into the community. And that's a huge role in the NIU community. If you're if you're out and about in DeKalb, I mean, you know, that's pretty big. That That's that's marketable for NIU. And, and personally, I think, you know, already, if you're able to come in and establish yourself in the community, you're going to have the fans rally behind you. Let's get that convo packed again. And I, I think that that's one thing that he wants and it. It's the passion that he brings to the table that 
you know, like you, gets me going to run through a wall. Yeah, and I think it goes without being said, you know, just a coach that wants to get involved in the community in such a small niche community like DeKalb, where I've said this oftentimes in class, you know, DeKalb is not DeKalb without NIU. DeKalb would literally like not even be on the map without NIU. It would just be like a, a town that you travel through on your way to Iowa, like call a spade a spade. We make DeKalb what it is. But, you know, when you become a part of the program, you have to also, you know, be a part of the community. And I think all of our coaches here do a great job at getting involved in whether it's charities, um, you know, the guys on the men's basketball team and the football team I've seen out doing stuff in the community um, and as well as the women's team. So it's great to see some community involvement from the student athletes giving back to the areas that they're from. And obviously with COVID and everything going on, it's a little bit harder to do that during these times, but they always make sure to make DeKalb feel like home for people, whether you're, you know, we have athletes from all over the country, some from out of the country. DeKalb feels like home for our student athletes and the coaches are a big reason or they are a big reason for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing I was in the the beginning of the year press count or no, it was a beginning of the year. They did a YouTube video or YouTube live with all of the coaches and um, the tennis coach had mentioned his international players and what they were dealing with, with the COVID pandemic and everything like that. And you know, I think you and I just see the diversity alone. We haven't walked on campus with other students in a year now, but, you know, when we do, we see how diverse this campus is, and it truly shows in the in the athletic department as well. Yeah, and, you know, Coach Berno will get to work. This episode will get to our listeners. By the time you hear this, this should be Friday afternoon. If you're a late listener, like, like ourselves, maybe you hear us on Monday or Tuesday, but by the time you hear this episode, we would hope that you have gotten the news that our head coach is now Rashawn Berno, the 29th men's basketball coach here at NIU, formerly of Arizona State and the Florida Gators. But now he's all ours. He's ready to recruit the Chicagoland area as hard as anyone that I've heard in the last five years. I cannot wait to see the results. I can't wait to see the development of this team and him as a coach. We have one final quote. We're going to go ahead and walk it off. But let me ask Ethan if he has any wrap-up thoughts before I hit this walk-off quote. Oh, man, it's it's been a tough year. But I think there's a lot to look forward to, just like you said, with, with everything going back to normal, baseball starting up again. The weather's nice again. I'm hoping to get out to our backyard baseball field here and see the Huskies baseball team get going here. So lots to look forward to. The weather's getting nice again, and I think we're finally out of the – the winter nastiness that we were in. Yeah. And getting out to events, especially as they become more available to attend, if it's feasible for you or your family and you feel that it's safe to be able to attend an event, especially during these times, like the coaches and the athletic director have said, this program needs everybody's help. And when they say everybody, they mean the players, the athletes, or they mean the athletes, They mean the students that could be in the stands, the fans in the stands, all of the staff members, everybody. It takes the entire village. And, you know, when we have more people coming to events, I I don't know, Ethan, we weren't here in 2012 when your cousin was here. But those stands look more packed than I had ever seen NIU stands in my entire life. And they were in the Orange Bowl. So it takes everyone. 
everybody, uh, if you got an opportunity, like Ethan said, go out and check out NIU baseball. I know soccer's going. They got a lot of different events um, in the many in the many softball. different sports that are yeah softball that are going on during the spring. So get out to campus and check out our NIU athletics. But I got one final quote here. Um, kind of my goofy question of the press conference, but I think everyone will will have a good laugh. And it was all smiles, like you said, from Coach Berno um, all day. I, I honestly think his jaw may be hurting at this point because he was all smiles. But here's our uh, walk-off quote of the day. I'll keep the conversation going. So, Coach, um, you said you had the opportunity to take a look at some of the games from this last season and the players. Who are some of the players that you're most excited to work with in this upcoming season? All of them. I love that answer. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> so, again, we are Huskies on Tap. We are presented to you by Manscaped and brought to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And today I was joined by my co-host, Ethan Wiles. And we broke down the hiring of men's basketball coach Rashawn Berno, talked a little bit about Daniel Crawford's pro day, how the how the women's or how the cross country and track team have done so have been so successful over the last couple of months and the awards that they've been able to take home. Just touched every single base that we could on NIU athletics. Again, we apologize for the brief hiatus, but we are all the way back. We will keep as many episodes coming your way as possible and be on the lookout for player and coach interviews coming soon. But thank you for listening and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drink of living left in the kitchen with magic. I got drink of living left in the kitchen with magic. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. So they put me over coming with the they took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in heart.